0: Hey everyone, this is our second bonus episode of the pair we recorded after episode 23 on spontaneous human combustion. Paige and I each picked out a beer, and this episode is all about the one she picked out. If you haven't listened to the first one, go back and check it out. It's about a s'mores flavored beer by Dogfish Head. And if you haven't listened to our episode on spontaneous human combustion, I highly recommend it. A lot of interesting stuff in that one. But without further ado, here's this week's bonus episode on peanut butter s'more.
1: Okay, dokey. I don't remember how to. I'm, uh, I
0: don't know. We just start. I just mean, to
1: jump into it. I guess yeah,
0: this is uh, another bonus episode. This is
1: another bonus episode Recorded because I after, found a beer that I thought was interesting.
0: This is after um spontaneous human combustion,
1: and ironically, it is a similar flavor. Mm-hmm profile to the last bonus episode so we the did the other bonus
0: episode that was also recorded after episode 23 yes spontaneous combustion
1: uh so this is called peanut butter s'more by hubbard's cave brewery it is located in niles illinois uh, i believe it used to be located in chicago but they moved locations
0: you said you found this at benny's while you were shopping for
1: the beer for episode for 22. 22 nice yes i was like, right. huh. i'm excited and that sounds interesting Uh, So about Hubbard's Cave, it is an independent craft brewery. It was born in 2013 on the near west side of Chicago with the quest of making fine Belgian-inspired ales for all beer lovers. It was founded by architect, former Marine Marine and Chicago native Jerry Nelson, not to be confused with the Muppet puppeteer Jerry Nelson. Correct. The brewery has since become a family operation when Jerry's brother Dave joined in. Uh, We are fortunate to have a fabulous team of dedicated brewery professionals to work with every day. Uh, what does it mean? Did we mention Jerry did an architecture abroad program in Versailles, France?
0: It's
1: Versailles. Versailles,
0: <laughs> Versailles. Versailles. Versailles.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I don't, I don't speak French, <laughs> so there is a term meaning one year. Okay. In French. And oh. I, it's referenced, and I don't I don't want to say it because oh. I'll be embarrassed. It began with a seasonal rotation of annual Belgian beers. This is a brewery I believe that he had opened previously, okay. but he was sharing profits with his distributors, and he didn't want to do that. So then he opened up um, Hubbard's Cave. His own place. Yes. Uh, which has since become weekly and bi-weekly uh, releases. Our first offering, Maya, was made for the adults at Jerry's daughter's first birthday party. Um, One year has expanded its offerings over the years with an emphasis on fruited and unfruited American wild ales, sour beers, Mm -hmm. and barrel-aged stouts. Uh, In 2017, the brewery moved to uh, Niles, Illinois, and expanded to include a tap room. Uh, The new brewery allows everyone to get home more frequently for quality time with the kids. Very nice. Uh, The working brewery in the background lends a hand to creating a laid-back atmosphere where you can sit back and enjoy some of your favorite craft beers on tap. Uh, we have moved with a bigger tap room space and kitchen and then this is uh, still in Niles mm-hmm. um, and then Hubbard's cave uh, it was developed in 2015 as an alternative to our Belgian style ales uh, producing American style ales primarily Imperial stouts and Hubbard's cave signature fresh um, double Ipas
0: okay
1: uh, Hubbard's cave is a refreshing addition to the one-year family and it was named after the Chicago Hubbard street traffic tunnel on interstate 90 and 94. Oh. Next to where the brewery is born, hmm. and it says Hubbard's Cave has quickly grown to produce some of our most popular offerings. They—if you go on the Google for Hubbard's Cave, the um, Google—if you go on the Google, the Google page for Hubbard's Cave.
0: <laughs> Let me look on the Google.
1: <laughs> don't fun of me. That's fucking rude. Uh, they don't have that many reviews. Mm-hmm. I think they've only got like 57 reviews.
0: Oh, for their actual place. Mm-hmm. Got it.
1: But they're all glowing reviews. They've got like an average of like a 4.7. We should add that on our list. It's on the list. Gotta go there. It's immediately on the list. It's on the list. Uh, So peanut butter uh, s'more from Hubbard's Cave is a imperial stout, but it is a double pastry imperial stout. Whoa. And I will go into that. But right now, it does not have a Beer Advocate page. They have s'more and peanut butter cup, but they do not have peanut butter s'more What on Beer Advocate. So do
0: they have a, a separate beer called just s'more? yes. By Hubbard Cave, they yes. made a s'more beer. Yes, but this is peanut butter s'more. Yes, they don't even have a page. Nope. This is crazy.
1: So I had to go to Untapped and not <laughs> Beer Advocate okay. because I just wanted some some facts about yeah. the fucking beer, which is a twelve percent ABV. Cool. It is it is up there. It is brewed with marshmallows, chocolate, graham crackers, and peanut butter. Similar to
0: the last bonus episode, but with peanut butter. Yes. yes,
1: it has an average rating on Untapped of four point twelve which I don't know what yeah, that like translates to in beer advocate Beer advocate, advocate numbers. To ratings. But it's had a total of 928 people check in on it, so mm. decent. It doesn't have an IBU listed. Hmm. But it's a stout, so I can imagine that it's going to be a dark beer. Yep. Some of the reviews, um, a bit too sweet for me, Ooh. from Tyler H. Hmm. Uh, okay, a bit thinner and overly sweet, from Ange Ang Ang. S. And then... Very good. It's more flavor. Huh. Pastry stout, uh, in simplest terms, is an unofficial beer style that takes the sweet, rich, dessert like side of stout to the extreme. Ingredients in so called pastry stouts can be as common as coffee, uh, as saccharin, as syrup, or as unusual as pasilla? Pasilla? P A S I L L A, pepper. Huh. Baking spices like cinnamon, nutmeg, and vanilla are paramount. But beyond that, there are no rules. Oh,
0: yeah. pasilla P- P- pepper.
1: Pasilla pepper. Uh, however, for the sake of this tasting, parameters were as follows. Uh, beers must be labeled as stout, include at least 2 confectionery confectionary-inspired names, and must make us lick our lips and crave another sip. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and then it can also include uh, that chocolate and cherry also make frequent appearances to it. Jeez. Um overall if it started as a dark roasty beer and ended tasting like a liquid baked good calling it a pastry stout is fair game (laughs) oh gosh it's gonna be sweet
0: (laughs) i am afraid
1: okay we can try it now
0: (laughs) i imagine uh just comparing it to the the other bonus episode that we just recorded before this it's gonna be boozier tasting i agree uh obviously higher abv yes and it's gonna be much richer it is but Closer that, to
1: the stout from Goose Island.
0: But that, that review where he said thinner, I don't know if it's going to be as like thick of a mouthfeel as Goose Island. Well,
1: that's because of the bourbon.
0: Yeah. But I, I feel like, I don't know, it is going to be richer. It's going to be boozier. It's going to be sweeter. Uh, and I'll taste some peanut butter.
1: I did want to go over one thing, though. Mm-hmm. The history of s'mores. S'more is a contraction of the phrase Some more S'mores appeared in a cookbook in the early 1920s Where it was called a graham cracker sandwich The text indicates that the treat Was already popular with both Boy Scouts And Girl Scouts in 1927 A recipe for some more Was published in Tramping and Trailing With the Girl Scouts The uh, contracted term s'mores Appears in conjunction with the recipe in 38 uh, A publication aimed at Summer camps a 56 recipe uses the name s'mores and lists the ingredients as a sandwich of two graham crackers, toasted marshmallow, and half a chocolate bar. And then a 1957 Betty Crocker cookbook contains a similar recipe under the name s'mores. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I love s'mores. I do, too. They're so good.
1: I, um, if I couldn't have, like, a campfire, I would make them on my stove.
0: Yes. Um, but it, nothing beats sitting outside next to a bonfire. Oh yeah.
1: Burning a marshmallow.
0: having some s'mores. Um,
1: how, do you, how do you like your uh, s'mores?
0: I... I like my marshmallow browned, mm-hmm. but not like melted and charred.
1: I like charred. <laughs> I like that bit of crispiness.
0: I, I can get the texture thing, but I, it's just the bitterness of the, of the burning. I think it tastes good. I don't know. It I, I like it just brown, maybe just a little more well done than I
1: that. I say that, but like I eat my meats rare. <laughs> <laughs> my marshmallows have to be crispy, but my meats can be bloody.
0: Uh. And then I was going to say that uh, Girl Scouts, they actually have a s'mores cookie. <coughs> they do. Which they came out with, I think, a few years ago. I tried it, and it was not very good.
1: I have also tried it because my uh, I have a cousin who is in the Girl Scouts, and we buy from her every year.
0: My coworker, uh, her, uh, his daughter is selling cookies, and I ordered three boxes of cookies.
1: I love the Samoas and the Thin Mints.
0: I like Samoas and Thin Mints also. Oh, the Samoas are so cool. I ordered a box of Samoas, Thin Mints, and then the, the peanut butter ones, what the whatever they're called. F- Dosey Dose or whatever. Ow. What'd you do? I
1: don't, I don't know. I poked the side of my nose and something hurt. Oh. That was weird. Oh.
0: The s'mores cookies are okay. Hopefully this beer is going to taste a lot better.
1: Uh, the can is literally just a s'more with the word peanut butter on top of the s'more.
0: It uh, reminds me of um, Tangerine Tornado. It's just an aluminum can with a white label.
1: Wow, oh my God,
0: <laughs> you smelled your finger, you didn't smell the can
1: <laughs> and you... that is pure chocolate. Wow Here, I'll, I'll let you uh i don't I don't want to pour' where it'll spill.
0: Oh, okay, I'll pour mine
1: <laughs>
0: You're making me nervous. Wow <sighs>
1: whoa, that looks like tar. whoa.
0: Oh Whoa. I told you. Holy cow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's like literally you melted (laughs) a marshmallow and chocolate. Holy shit.
1: It smells so heavy. I'm scared.
0: You got a lot. We're not going to finish this either. Oh
1: hell no! It just hit the side of the glass, and it looked like milk chocolate.
0: (laughs) Okay, there's there's a little bit of head on this, but it's and it looks like a caramel. It looks like a very deep brown head.
1: You can smell the peanut butter if you get close. Like you can smell that. Oh yeah. Wow. The
0: head head immediately disappears. Yes,
1: it is not very. There's nothing in this. Very dark. Like you, you cannot see through it at all. Um, it is not as black as the dogfish wow. head one. This is definitely more of a brown. Um, but that is strong.
0: This is, it's like.
1: That is a concentrated smell.
0: It's almost like. Um, wow. What is it, Like Nesquik? Like yeah. chocolate Nesquik. It smells.
1: Yeah, but still so peanut buttery. Sweet. Like, I don't this know. Is... I kind of like it. But then I also like, if you smell it too long, it's a little Play-Doh-y.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a
1: little play doh I'm scared.
0: It play-do-y. Right. It's so weird. The smell is great though. I'm the curious. smell is so sweet.
1: All right. I'm frightened. Okay. Okay. That is very sweet. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Wow.
0: This this is as close as anything's ever gotten to that Goose Island thing.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: This is a lot closer tasting to that. Not nearly
1: as thick, though, on the tongue. Right. It is thinner.
0: But uh, but, uh, it's just uh, just, there's so much.
1: I will say I think that that Goose Island one was thicker on the tongue and it made it harder to drink.
0: But this is still, I don't know, this is still thick, though, to me compared to the last one.
1: Well, yeah, compared to the last one. But that is, that is a lot. I am glad we didn't open both cans. I gotta drink it again.
0: Overwhelmingly sweet, the peanut butter definitely you can taste up front, but comes comes through a bit more in the finish. I think up front is just sugary yes. marshmallowy.
1: Yes, there is chocolate in the back and peanut butter in the back. Like when you swallow, it hits. Mm-hmm. It, you get it there, but outright there is a tingling on your tongue from the sugar. Um, it is. A
0: lot. It is so sweet.
1: And that is the reason why it comes in a two-pack.
0: It makes my face go like...
1: It doesn't make... Go like that. <laughs> it, it's It's just intense. That is...
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: That is definitely... That just shows you how different every brewery is going to be when they go about brewing something. Because we had two s'mores beers with the only difference really being, you know...
0: One says they got peanut Peanut butter butter and
1: the other. Obviously, they use different ingredients, but, you know, I didn't go into them um, because they don't have a list.
0: (laughs) Probably likely a different brewing method. Yes. And then this one was coined like a dessert
1: stout. Mm -hmm. Double pastry.
0: Double pastry stout, which wasn't in the list of stouts on Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. Um, It is
1: an unofficial stout. Yeah. It's. uh... It is a lot to have on the palate. Wow. Like, holy crap.
0: Just, just like Goose Island, this is one to sip. Yeah. Because uh, you said it was. You said it was like twelve yeah. point twelve. Yeah, twelve percent. Twelve percent. Yeah. One to sip.
1: I would say, because you're having a whole experience when you're drinking this beer, because you're going in to smell it, and you smell the peanut butter, and then you get the chocolate and marshmallow on your tongue. I'm not getting the graham cracker as much as I did in the dogfish head bun from the bonus episode that we did before, but.
0: Mm-hmm
1: it's like a whole experience where like I can taste it and you know how peanut butter can kind of be salty. I'm also getting that.
0: Yep. I don't know if it's, uh, yeah, I don't know if I would say s'mores. I don't know. It's just sweet peanut butter chocolate. I can taste marshmallow. Mm -hmm. Um, so I can kind of see the, how s'mores, you know, the, the naming, how that's, Relevant, I but. think
1: the peanut butter overtook <laughs> yeah. the graham cracker and made it less of a s'more and more of a chocolate peanut butter. Chocolate
0: cup. peanut butter, yeah. Yep.
1: So that is interesting. It, I cannot finish this. No, I'm that is too sugary.
0: It's still a little, I guess, kind of toasty. It's got a little bit of bite to it. Yes. Um, but it, it's just so overwhelmingly sweet. Not yeah, necessarily. I might call a gun on that. Not necessarily in a bad way. Um, no,
1: because there is a, a very interesting aftertaste when you swallow it um, that gives it like a different level of not just being sugary. Mm-hmm. But it is so brief that it is just you. you can't drink the whole thing.
0: This is the kind of beer that um, I think I would I would definitely enjoy by itself. I wouldn't eat this with food. I wouldn't order this at a bar. Yeah, I wouldn't get it at a restaurant. Um, not something that I don't think would really go with anything. It's just maybe, uh, like you said about the last one, a good dessert beer. Yes. Um,
1: but even then I would, I would not drink the whole can. No, I would honestly, oh I would gosh. sell that in smaller cans. It's a,
0: what a 16 ounce yeah, can there? Yeah. I would sell There's that in smaller no cans. Way. That is too sweet. It'll fuck you up. Yep. And maybe make you throw up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. It's just, it's a lot going on with the flavor profile that it's just kind of like with the peanut butter, it took away from the s'mores
0: peanut butter on the nose Mm
1: -hmm. a lot but you still get that play doh so weird
0: it is weird that's extremely accurate though
1: weird beer (laughs) i just think it's hilarious that we both picked a s'more beer
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i saw i saw that bottle and i saw dogfish head i was like oh what's this it's a campfire amplifier
1: i saw the flavor and i was just like huh well that was an experience wow yeah, I cannot drink any more of that. It is gonna hurt my, <laughs> it could hurt my mouth. I'm serious. That is like that is concentrated. Mm. It is again not nearly as intense as the Goose Island, but it's it it's, comes close. It's close. And honestly, that's just because the difference in ABV, really. Because what Goose Island was what 15.
0: Yeah, closer to 16.
1: Yeah, and this is I 12. Think.
0: So. So Paige and I are recording this uh, after. Having done uh, the bonus episodes from episode 23, because the beer that we bought uh, came in a two pack and we shared one because um, I don't know if we talked about this already. I haven't listened back to it. it was, it's been a while since we recorded it, but um, we only decided to drink one can, uh, share one.
1: Uh, it's in the last episode that we posted. It said, do you want to share a can?
0: Oh, wait, the last episode we
1: posted? What? It's in the bonus episode at the end.
0: Oh, oh yeah, it is. Okay. You listen to that. All right. I I obviously, I forget everything.
1: He doesn't listen. He only listens when he's editing.
0: (laughs) So, um, the second can we actually gave to Scott, um, my coworker Scott. Did Scott
1: Scott ask or did you think Scott needs to try this?
0: Yeah. I think I was like, Scott, you got to try this beer. Uh, and then, and then he, while, (laughs) while we were at work, typed up this email, um, and I'm just going to read it. it. It's it's a review of the beer. Yeah. They sent us an email uh, to beerandfearcast.gmail.com if you want to.
1: If you want to send us an email as well. Yeah.
0: If you want to say what up or.
1: Ask me out on a date.
0: Ask Paige on a date or try some of the beers that we're. Please. Trying in the episodes. Uh, if you want to sample those and then tell us what you think.
1: So many of these breweries are amazing. They need recognition. Uh, they really
0: are. So this is Scott's review. Uh, Scott's email. Okay. So my review. Y'all dying for email. So fuck it. Here's an email. Appearance. I have two motorcycles. One of them has been parked and hasn't moved for the last eight years. If I drain the oil right now, I believe it would look like this beer. Not quite black, but damn close. Oddly enough, I believe the oil would have the same amount of bubbles. There was close to no head on the beer, just a few errant bubbles who got lost on their way to bubble school, and some creepy-ass old man said, Hey, kid, I lost my dog. Can you help me find it? Jump in this van. Mind the handcuffs on the door handles.
1: Bubble school is what I'm hung up on. Continue. Smell. Heavy
0: on the malt, but the peanut butter is definitely in there. I have no idea how they put peanut butter into beer. Is it artificial flavoring, actual peanuts? It's a mystery, but it's in there. If there were hops used in the manufacture of the substance, I couldn't smell them. Nope. Taste. Taste. Real heavy on the malt and the peanut butter. If there was marshmallow and graham cracker, they got mugged by the peanut butter and were hogtied in the corner of the glass. (laughs) I was shocked how much peanut butter flavor there was. Speechless. It was a thick beer. Sweet, but not not necessarily in a bad way. It was just that the peanut butter was overwhelming it by a lot. Back when I used to homebrew, I'd take a spoon to sample the malt syrup, and this stuff was very close to pure syrup. I wouldn't be shocked if this was, if not a double bock, a 2.5 bock. This is a beer that, if I liked peanut butter, like, a lot, would get <laughs> me in trouble. ABV was high as well as it seemed. As high as as, as well as it seemed. I wanted to pour some out, but felt Catholic guilt, and so drank the whole damn thing.
1: You should not have, Scott. You should not have drank the whole damn thing.
0: Mouthfeel. Almost syrupy, it was so thick. I love Guinness, but I seriously needed to brush this off my teeth. I know, right? Almost no carbonation as well. I wasn't shocked by the lack of bubbles, but there... Wasn't even much burping, so I can't judge the burp a la page. You couldn't judge
1: the burp. Mm -mm. Okay, let me tell you, it's like drinking tar.
0: (laughs) It's pretty thick. It
1: was so thick, like you felt it on your teeth.
0: (laughs) I I enjoyed this beer. Writing it down, it doesn't sound like it, but I liked it. Peanut butter was heavy, like super heavy. I have questions for the brewer about how they made this beer taste like peanut butter with some beer flavoring.
1: Yeah.
0: 3.5 out of 5, would drink free again.
1: Really? Wow, Scott, you are so much less picky than i thought Very generous review yeah. a very generous review uh
0: i i didn't think he would care for it much Neither.
1: didn't either i also like to add and i think we've mentioned this maybe i don't remember that he drank this in the shower
0: he did drink it in the shower um he brought up the phenomenon of shower beers yes and shower beers are great i don't know if i've uh partaken uh, I can't say I've particularly. Part- but, I
1: can't say I've partook enough uh, shower beer.
0: But I can imagine it is a very pleasant thing, uh, especially like if you're outside working and sweating your ass off, like mowing the lawn. Come inside.
1: I have partaken, partooken, 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 partook in uh, bathtub wine.
0: Oh, okay, that's close.
1: So there's my hat.
0: Yeah, but like coming in in a hot shower with a cold beer, just the, those two together. So. um he, I guess, tried it with this beer. Not my first pick uh, for a shower beer, um, but I hope it was good. Uh, he seemed to like it. Maybe so. that's
1: what improved it.
0: Maybe. Scott, thanks for the review. Uh, anyone else? Uh, yeah, thanks, Scott. Try try any of our beers and then uh, hit us up uh, at our email, at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about the beer.
1: What a good guy.